Oh. Is there something there? Yippee-ki, wow. This is the best round of trivia possible. <laughs> it's thought my family was crazy. Merry Christmas, everybody. Welcome to Things I Got Wrong, your general trivia podcast that normally has a healthy dose of internet and media things. But since I'm in charge, you get obscure French history, Latin terms, and specific legal terminology. Just kidding. But I wish. Folks, we have a great game ahead of us. So without further ado, I'm Rachel Miller. I'm Stuart Hopkins. And I'm Ryan Bott. I don't know what just happened. It's not your podcast anymore. It's my <laughs> podcast. It's a takeover. I, like true survivor, uh, I was voted out of the tribe. It's just what oh. happens, Ryan. Like if you don't continually secure your leadership position, somebody's going to take it. And, you, need- you know, this is a lesson in life. You need to win more rounds. It's really what it is. <laughs> you're barely winning. You're winning less than half the rounds, Ryan. You just weren't weren't up to snuff. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you, you got to keep up with the rest of the team if you want to lead the team. You know, I was gonna say something like, uh, "It was fun. It was the holidays. We have our awesome Christmas round. Maybe let's do something fun. Let's share the the warmth. Let's let Rachel host because she's awesome and she does a great yeah, job." Yeah. And and why don't we do that? And let's not attack Ryan. I think that's <laughs> the, that's the beautiful picturesque way he's picturing it. I think that was that was the attempted subtext. The reality was Rachel said, "I'm coming in and I'm taking it. Take control." So I thought it would be fun. New year, End of the podcast. year, let's do something cool. Uh, Rachel is uh, has a long history of being awesome on the mic. Uh, she literally led people <laughs> up and down Pikes Peak for years. Uh, she's awesome, and why not? Uh, why not hand over the reins for an episode? Woo! Sure. Why not? Seven by the prequels. Seven by the prequel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. You should hear her rap skills, though. Have you heard her rendition of cool. Let's Get Ready to Rumble? Oh, my God. Let's get ready to rumble. It's right. Don't question it. Don't judge it. Don't don't take it. It's right. I will accept nothing in the contrary. I'm very excited, guys. This is our very 34th episode ever. And this is our end of the year holiday episode, as you can kind of get from the subtext. It's everybody's favorite round robin. Have each prepared a holiday-themed trivia round. We'll challenge the other players to answer. This is a good time to note um, that for this episode, we brought all the holiday cheer. And, uh, oh, did we? Yeah. I mean, if that's what, what, what cheers you, then, uh, then yeah, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> So the winner gets all the Christmas cookies, the loser, yes. and everyone else gets the fort. I think it's yes. actually a pretty fair deal, actually. But the fort's fine. There's presents there. <laughs> I'm going to take archery lessons in the spring. Yes, oh, is. dude. Yeah. I'm really excited about this. Let me know how that goes. I will. I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> don't we oh, I all? Don't you meant- we all? Peta like killing the animals. Peta. Oh, like the bread? <laughs> no, like Peta, like the protection of whatever against animals. Where it's like you can't have a squirrel in your movie because you have to Careful, take care Ryan, of it. They're gonna start yelling at us on Instagram. Dude, the bows are legitimately hard to like pull back. Those they're take a lot of strength. They, yeah, the test on them is pretty 
pretty tough. Are you going to do compound bow or like actual short or like long or recurve bow archery? I would love to learn how to do a long bow, but I know that those are prob that are those are actually among the hardest to learn. Yeah. And so I'll probably start with a compound. My brother had a compound one for a long time. And so, and I liked using that, but honestly, whatever they'll train me on and I'll work up to a long bow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. I have I'm really excited. I have a, a decently nice recurve bow uh, that I oh. bought a while back. I, cause I grew up on a farm and there was plenty of space. And so I, my brothers must've just had bows and arrows and I picked it up when I was a kid and I'm not, no, no, I would, I would actually, I'd pin up water balloons with paper clips on trees and I'd make my own That's carnival awesome. games and I'd shoot them with the arrows and it was cool that as hell. That sounds amazing. Um, but yeah, I, not that I'm like good at it. I just really enjoy it. It's one of my favorite things to do. Can we have a things that got wrong carnival and just have a bunch of stuff? Like, I will set it up mini for games. You. That's awesome. Uh, I don't really have too many yet. I'm deciding like this year was very much. I know. <laughs> this year was very much focused on like like I said before, I am somebody who has like a thousand New Year's resolutions all the time. And I tried to keep it back to just really just three. And it was do the show, do 24 episodes, which we hit. Uh get them consistent, keep doing the show. Uh hit my freelance goals. So freelancing full time. And just do more art, and which was in, intentionally very nebulous, but uh, I think I did pretty well on that with a bunch of a, a very you know art, not only just like um, like drawings and paintings and stuff, but like you know trying a little bit more music out, doing more web, like just a lot of different creative endeavors. Um, I read a stupid amount of books this year. Nice. <laughs> Like, even if we took away, I, I've mentioned it before, the my uh, ridiculous goal to read 50 books in 30 days, which I hit, even if we took that away, I think I've probably read more books than per year than ever in my life. So uh, that was cool. Um, this year, I don't really know. It kind of, or next year, kind of, um, I think I just, I, I want to get away from like number-based goals and I, I just I really want to focus on collaborating more and like working with more people on you know shows or web or whatever it is just like trying to to spend more time integrating with people and like you know doing things that aren't just like a website on my own or something else on my own like really bringing in people yeah oh that's excellent what about you Stu? what um what resolutions um, do you have i got stuff i need to fix around the house <laughs> hey that's fair I mean, is like they're very they're, there's things that it's like that's got to get done like i i gotta finish that this year like fix the tool shed because it's rotten it out and i found uh raccoons possums and squirrels hmm. living in there this year oh it's a Jeez. nature preserve i love it i love the furry friends it's like but, snow white over here right but it's uh i can't <laughs> dude possums <laughs> hiss they don't bite they're all they're all bark no bite um, all hiss no bite until your kid drags one in by the tail <laughs> sometimes they do piss um no i just i got a i got like a task list essentially of like things i absolutely have to do next year Otherwise, I want to get back to playing more guitar. I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah. Um, kind of along the same. Uh, I've never jammed with anybody because I don't even know the chords. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. But regardless, so yeah, getting back to 
getting back to that and then uh kind of along the same lines as ryan is like being more artsy um specifically with like drawing or painting um i actually really love doing that and i don't allow myself to do it nearly enough i kind of occupy my time with other things and i need to get back to that well that sounds great yeah, totally that sounds That's great a, guys i think it's gonna be a great year coming up gosh we all seem like such good people <laughs> and with that in mind let's cut back that very positive statement and watch us do maybe okay on trivia <laughs> so let's get going with our first round Stu, the stage is yours thank you rachel Alrighty, in the christmas spirit or holiday spirit um my round of trivia is over christmas traditions oh uh so yeah, so this is going to be standard round of trivia. Uh, I think I have a hint for most of these, uh, but two points if you get it on the first round, one point if you get it after the hint or your second guess. Uh, buzz in when you're ready. And question number one. Due to money being tight and their scarcity in most regions, what crop was put into stockings on Christmas morning? Rachel. Ryan. I heard Rachel first. Clementines or tangerines. Correct, yes. Oh, wow. Oranges, clementines, and tangerines. Uh, my parents this, still put them in my stockings. I still get them sometimes too, yeah. Um, yeah, it was because it was either scarce and like kind of actually hard to get your hands on, so it was a great Christmas present, yeah. uh, or because of you know money was tight in the Great Depression, so even something as sweet as an orange was considered uh, kind of like a, you know, a treat. So sure. that's how that started for the most part. I was going to say There's corn. A... <laughs> <laughs> Have you I been said... to Nebraska, Ryan? Have you been to <laughs> it's Illinois? Christmas every day. <laughs> awesome. Two points to Rachel. And question number two. Hailing from German tradition, what well-camouflaged green object do some families put in a Christmas tree every year? The winner receives a small gift upon finding the object. So a green... Can you can you uh, read sure. it? Uh, hailing from German uh, tradition, what well camouflaged green object do some families put in a Christmas tree every year? And the winner receives a small gift upon finding it. Hmm. This is interesting that nobody knows this because, like, I knew I, we do this. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um. It's probably because somebody couldn't find this thing. <laughs> any guesses uh man i don't know yeah it's it's uh the object itself is not edible but it's an object resembling an edible thing rachel rachel an egg that's not an egg no ryan ryan uh an apple it's not an apple nothing nothing nope it is a pickle uh a the christmas pickle, pickle is yeah, it's totally a thing. Um, because it's like it's was crazy. <laughs> I've no, never it's actually, heard of that. It's actually like it's a it's a big tradition. Um, and so yeah, they're hard to find. And like we have, my family has like pretty much like a very like I guess it's authentic. Technically, it's from Germany. Um, and <laughs> it's yeah, it's like it's actually really hard to find. And so you know, well, somebody will hide it and they'll do a really good job, and then. The rest of the family spends days looking for it, essentially. <laughs> That's so, amazing. I've never heard of that. You should, everybody, uh, not, not the Christmas pickle. No, it is, <laughs> it is tough. Pickle Rick. <laughs> pickle Rick. <laughs> the Christmas pickle. 
it's the <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have a Christmas pickle, get one. It's worth it. Ryan, right. can we put a Christmas pickle in our little tree? Oh yeah, let's talk about our Christmas tree. Uh, we have a that, Charlie Brown tree. You have a Charlie Brown <laughs> we tree. We have literally a Charlie Brown <laughs> single like ornament. The one everything. branch with a single green sprig it. with one ornament on it. That we we won. Oh, we didn't win. Like it was in a raffle for at Pub Trivia. So it all nice. comes full circle. Oh, that's awesome. And, that's and it's Christmas like. Tree two feet tall so it sits on the bar cart because if it was sitting on the floor it would just look depressing <laughs> i want it on the floor because that's part of the point of it <laughs> Alrighty, question number three even though not everyone celebrates christmas it's common for most japanese families to eat what fast ryan. food during christmas time ryan uh kfc that's correct <laughs> uh yeah so a lot of it's like it's a really big deal and they actually jack up the prices a whole bunch um yeah it's like it's a it's a really <laughs> big deal um over in japan so and this actually started like from just a kfc ad campaign in the 70s and it like it was it's not anything special it's just kfc had a good ad campaign and it stuck around and influenced the culture i i didn't know that like i knew because obviously like Japan isn't as influenced by, um, you know, European and like Germanic and like St. Nick and all that kind of stuff. So it's right. As far as I understand, it's viewed much more just like presence and family. And KFC came in. It was like sort of this Americanized ideal. And uh, yeah, apparently it catches on like it's a huge thing. Yeah. Uh, question number. It was two points to Ryan on the last one. Uh, question number four. In Sweden. What farm animal is often made into straw statues, ornaments, and even costumes at Christmas time? No, it is not a lamb. Rachel. Uh, I heard Rachel first. Okay. A reindeer. It's not a reindeer. Oh, that was my first guess. Uh, Ryan, I'll say pig. That's not a pig, no. Is there Um, another clue? No, there's not. Um... It has hooves. It's a farm animal. It's not a cow, no. Rachel. Rachel. Donkey. Not a donkey. <laughs> what else has hooves? You got one last guess, right? Uh, Let's do it. I have another guess, but... A farm animal. I'm going to get really upset if it's... A horse? I don't know. It's not a horse. Um, it is a goat. Uh, oh. It's called oh. the, Yule, the Yule Goat. Um, and it's... <laughs> They some towns do actually, and it's very funny. It's like a Burning Man situation, um, right on Christmas. Um, it stems back from 11th century stories of Saint Nicholas, and he apparently had a man-sized goat pulling a sled that had the power to control the devil, um, which is the oh, oddest okay. thing I've. America really dumbs down these things. Now it's right. just a reindeer with a dumb blinking nose, right? We could have had goats on fire that control the devil. Like, it would have been fine. <laughs> um, it was just so odd. I couldn't, I couldn't not include it. Uh, I like it. <laughs> no points on that one. Question number five. What TV program used to run on a continuous loop during Christmas Eve and Christmas Day from 1966 to 1989? Sorry, what did, can you repeat it? What did you say? What, what TV program used program. to run on a continuous loop 
during Christmas Eve and Christmas Day from 1966 to 1989. Ryan. Ryan. Charlie Brown? No, it's not Charlie Brown. This one's a little tricky. Uh, it, 1966 and 1989. Um, it has since seen many reboots and remakes, uh, both amateur as well as professional, uh, after the first set caught fire. I can go again. I have no guess, so. All right. Uh, I was going to say Star Trek. It's not Star Trek, no. All right. It's the Yule Log. <laughs> what? The Yule oh. Log is a, it is literally just a recording of a big ass log burning oh. in a fireplace. And it, it just, there's a Yule log everywhere. It's like, you know, it's a thing. Um, and so they used to play Christmas songs on like a two hour loop. And that was it. It just like every year it became like household tradition. And now it's still Netflix does it right. It's still on one fire. of the biggest watched things ever. But yeah, the first set. I was say, I've watched the Netflix one multiple times. Right, right. I've watched YouTube ones. Like it's, it's a real easy video to make. <laughs> <laughs> I love when they had to remake it when the set caught fire. Right, so the set caught fire, and that was when they stopped doing it. Yes, and that's all it is. Oh my god, that would be awesome. There has to be a YouTube one, and like forty-five minutes, and <laughs> the fire department kicks in the door. <laughs> we need to. We need to make this. I love it. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Uh, question number six, and the final question of my round. What dessert has been a Christmas time tradition since Roman times? Dang. Um, <sighs> off the bat, yeah, this yeah, treat can be seen guess. as an heirloom, projectile, illegal substance, <laughs> and paperweight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my dad is obsessed with it. Is he really? He loves it. Like they special order it and everything and it's heavy and it's definitely a weapon. It's because, yeah, because of that alcohol and sugar, it doesn't spoil for such a long time that some families even keep this as heirlooms. And the longest one on record is 25 years old and still like oh. edible. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Ryan, um, you're a player this time. What round do you have prepared for us? Yeah, but oh, it's my round. All it right. is your round. It's all you. All right. I have uh, what was a lot of fun to make, and uh, we'll find out how it goes. This is poorly translated Christmas movies where <laughs> I take iconic lines from some of the top Christmas movies, and I ran them through Google Translator into one language, then into another. And then another, a few more times, then back into English. Oh my God. For each movie, I have two poorly translated quotes. Uh, you have to answer with the movie. And uh, I will give you a little bit of a clue that um, it will help you a lot, I think, if you focus more on the spirit of the words than trying to piece together a direct translation. Yeah, it's the spirit. <laughs> All right. Question number one, like I said, I have two, I have two rounds for, or two questions for each of these. Uh, so I can give them both. Question number one. Also, these, if these sound out of place and the English sounds very broken, uh, it's intentional. I'm trying to do my best here. 
Question number one. How can I give Kris Kringle a parking ticket on Christmas Eve? What is the next step? The Easter Bunny rabies vaccine? <laughs> Rachel. Rachel. Um, Santa Claus? Not Santa Claus. How can I give Kris Kringle a parking ticket on Christmas Eve? What is the next step? The Easter Bunny rabies vaccine? <laughs> I right, have another guess. Uh, do you want me to give the second clue first? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. Second clue is Happy Christmas, Dirty Beast. Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. Charlie Brown. Not Charlie Brown. No, I know what it is. Yes, this is Home Alone. Oh. <laughs> so... Uh, the real, the real quote is, how can you give Chris Kringle a parking ticket on Christmas Eve? What's next? Rabies shots to the Easter bunny? And then the, uh, more iconic line is Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. (laughs) Yes. All right. Question number two. You should know something. First, you will see rubber on the street and leave it there. They are not free candy. Oh, stew, stew, stew. Stew. (laughs) Elf. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> two, two points there. Uh, you got to read the other ones, though, because this is, this is going to be good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first one, like I just said, was you, you should not, I'm sorry, you should know something. First, you will see rubber on the road and leave it there. They are not free candy, which is, well, there are some things you should know. First off, you see gum on the street, leave it there. It isn't free candy. Uh, the second one, I actually have three on here. I couldn't decide. Uh, so I, I have two extra ones here. So, uh, Second one would have been meat and cheese, not Santa's emotion. <laughs> would be, you smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. <laughs> and, uh, the third one is our ancestors have tried the four main types. Pepper, sugar, maize, sugar, and syrup. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. This is the best round of trivia possible. <laughs> Which oh my God. would have been, we elves try to stick to the four main food groups, candy, candy cane, candy corn, and syrup. <laughs> so, of course, uh, my favorite Christmas movie, that would be Elf. All right, two points to stew there. Question number three. Well, you're a deer. Your name is Rudolph. The nose is red. Nobody likes you. Rachel. Rachel. Rudolph. Not Rudolph. Well, you're a deer. The name is Rudolph. The nose is red. Nobody likes you. Uh, second clue. Don't forget the monster. I know they have short and good hair. His hands can be cold and soft, but I think they are really good. Oh, Stu. Stu. The year without a Santa Claus? Uh, not the year without a Santa Claus. Don't forget the monster. I know they have short and good hair. His hands can be cold and soft, but I think they are really good. No guesses. This would be the Grinch. Oh, Ooh. man. So uh, first one would have been, all right, you're a reindeer. Here's your motivation. Your name is Rudolph. You're a freak with a red nose and no one likes you. Second one uh, said, uh, don't forget the monster. That would be, don't forget the Grinch. I know he's mean and hairy and smelly. His hands might be cold and clammy, but I think he's actually kind of sweet. That would be the Grinch. So no points <laughs> there. Question number four. This one's a little tough. It is already serious. Two dogs. Dare. What is this? Thanks to dogs over the Trinity. <laughs> so like I said, you, you really got to parse some words, some words out here. But 
Uh, it would be a very iconic line. Uh, it is already serious. Two dogs dare. What is this? Thanks to dogs all over the Trinity. Second clue is, I want to give the Red Knight a 200 gram lens. Oh, no, baby. You are opening your eyes. Stew? Stew. Is this Die Hard? This is not Die Hard. Okay. <laughs> Any guesses? Uh, I want to give the Red Knight a 200 gram lens. Oh, no, baby. You are opening your eyes. All right. This is a Christmas story. Uh, really? It is already serious. Two dogs there. <gasps> what is this? Thanks oh, to the dogs man. all over the Trinity. You would know this as now it was serious. A double dog dare. What else was oh, there but dude. a triple dog dare? And then the coup de grace all dares the sinister triple dog dare. Oh, man. The second one would be, I want a Red Rider carbine action 200 shot range model air rifle. Oh, no, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. Nice. All right, no points there. Question number five. I promise I will never think of returning to a tall building. God, do not let me die. I promise I will never think of returning to a tall building. God, do not let me die. Rachel? Rachel. Is this Die Hard? Yes. Darn it. <laughs> this is Die Hard. <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, that would have translated to, I promise I will never even think about going up in tall buildings again. Oh God, please don't let me die. And, uh, the second clue, <laughs> second clue probably wouldn't be too hard. It's yippee key. Wow. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yippee key. Wow. Instead of yippee kaye. <laughs> that would be die hard. Nice job. Two points to Rachel there. Question number six, last question of this round. What do you want? What do you want or need a mouth? Just say a word and slow down the wield. Hello, this is a good idea. Mary, give me a month. Stew? Stew. Is this a Santa Claus? No. <laughs> what do you want? Rachel? What do you want, Rachel? <laughs> is this, gosh, is this National Lampoon's? Not National Lampoon's oh, that was Christmas a good vacation. Guess. Uh, what do you want? What do you want or need a mouth? Just say a word and slow down the wield. Hello, this is a good idea. Mary, give me a month. And uh, second clue, every time you ring, an angel gets a wing. <laughs> yes, this would be, it's a wonderful life. Uh, the first one, the one about what do you want? Do you need a mouth? Mary, give me the month. Is what is it you want, Mary? What do you want? You want the moon? Just say the word. I'll throw a lasso oh. around and pull it down. Hey, that's a pretty good idea. I'll give you the moon, Mary. Uh, second one. Every time you ring, the angel gets a wing, which would be every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Well, that's pretty amazing. Nice job, Ryan. everybody. Yes. This brings us to halftime. Everyone, it is, everyone is slow on christmas morning slowly easing their way out of the fort opening their eyes to the christmas tree and the presents that bestow them a bunch of wrong answers for everyone doing great guys some good uh, where, what's that <laughs> it's cozy uh, quick quick poll what's everyone's stance on christmas music best music or greatest music i mean 
I think I this is the time to note that our little tiny Christmas tree was put up while I was wor- while I was at work and I wasn't informed, so I came home and suddenly the tree was up. Yes. On November 1st, if I recall. On November 1st. <laughs> so FYI, if you want to know our differing stances in Christmas, that's pretty much. Right. Halloween wasn't even done and they were getting Christmas in there. I mean, right. it's not. This is all Ryan. I have nothing wrong to say about Halloween. I love Halloween as well. I'm just holidays all the time. Christmas all year for me. Yeah, why not? Well, what, what Thanksgiving decorations are you going to put up? Got your pilgrims, your cornucopias. Your leaves. Your leaves. Your hand turkeys. Yeah. Hand turkeys. Can we all can we all draw a hand turkey for the Instagram? I know sure. it's way past we'll two at this them. point, but my son would love to. We will definitely put one of your sons there. Well, last but not least, it's my turn, and the round kind of fits um, in the position of being last. It is almost a new year for the things I got wrong cast. And to celebrate, I have compiled some of the most notable, hilarious, and egregious moments where someone made a confident assertion and was dead wrong. (laughs) Wait, from the show? No. Oh. Oh. So I'm going to give you some information about the situation, the fact they asserted, and some additional info. Um about it so that you can tell me the person the entity or the event involved i will let you know which one you get no additional facts than the ones i provide however the ones i initially give are pretty extensive so listen closely i am asking for the easiest part of it i'm not asking for anything detailed so you get two points per correct answer um you get a carrot for each wrong one (laughs) so question number one This actress appeared on a late night show in 2011 with Conan, where she confidently corrected Conan, saying that the word snuck does not exist and that it is instead sneaked. Conan pulled out a dictionary, proving her wrong. Who is this actress? Um, Ryan. This is fair. Ryan. I'll say Kristen Bell. No. I know they're super close friends. No, this this particular actress, like this thing gets huge on the internet every couple months. Oh, this particular I incident. I... I know, I've seen this around. Stu, do you have a guess? I have no idea. Actors and actresses is probably one of my worst categories other than geography. Unless they've been on The Simpsons. Right, unless they've been on The <laughs> Simpsons, apparently. This actress is Jennifer Garner. Oh, okay. Electra. So question number two, on June 17th of this year, this American Institute of Higher Education was ordered to pay $44.4 million for incorrectly claiming that a small business, Gibson's Bakery, practiced racial profiling when they did not. Ryan, we've had this question in trivia. Hang on, can can you repeat that? Okay, on June 17th of this year, this American Institute of Higher Education was ordered to pay $44.4 million for incorrectly claiming that small business Gibson's Bakery practiced racial profiling, and I should clarify here, when there was no evidence that they had done so. Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. UC Davis? No. Stu, do you have a guess? I really don't. I have... I mean, Yale? (laughs) This is actually Oberlin College. I've never heard of that. It's a small college. Um, this particular bakery 
when it was accused somebody was caught shoplift shoplifting there was an accusation of racial profiling and then the mm -hmm. entire there was a defamation suit that followed because apparently the school had supported people protesting it when there was no um financially supported people protesting it hurting the business spreading things saying saying stuff it hadn't this is what happens when you get things wrong in the real world yeah jeez. <laughs> so question number three um this one's a little long but i'm hoping i gave you enough information to get it i am asking the broadest questions possible so this network recently released a mini-series following the largest nuclear meltdown in the 1980s. Oh, man. Among the myriad of wrong factual assertions in the show, one is that three brave individuals volunteered to sacrifice their lives to dive into the radiation-infested water to attempt to stop its spread. Creator Craig Mazin stated that he would stick to the facts Defer to the less dramatic version and didn't want to cross over into the sensational. Fun fact, the three brave individuals cited in the show didn't volunteer. They were employees on shift doing their job. <sighs> so what is the network? And for an extra point, what is the show? So that's a fun fact. There's a lot wrong with that show. Um, but the, I did find an article stating that he wanted to stick to the facts, didn't want to do a dramatic version, and didn't want to cross over to the sensational. And then the article went in depth about uh, a bunch of the things that were much more dramatic, like the divers were actually on shift and it was their job. Hmm. You know, in Game yeah. of Thrones, they were just pigeons originally, right? <laughs> <laughs> Question number four. This one's just more fun than anything. Um, in 2018, an article by which famous newspaper wrongly claimed that crows both commit necrophilia on and scavenge dead crows, dead crow corpses. A later correction stated that they only commit necrophilia. What is that publication? Yeah. What? Every year they release like an article on where they've, like corrections they've made to articles where they were factually wrong. And this was one of them. They said that they also scavenge them. They don't scavenge them. They only commit necrophilia. I should just stick to my gut. I knew that would have been like, that was the obvious answer. I should have jumped on it. It was also, it was an article about a scientific study. It was interesting. Um, question number five. The same publication, the New York Times. Um, the same publication as the above question in another article regarding the president's misstated and, and incorrect facts on trade deficits misquoted a journalist due to a um, satirical plug-in calling a significant downturn the time of shedding and cold rocks instead of the common and much more serious name it is known by now. What is that name it is known by now? The shedding and what of cold rocks? So it had, they had a satirical plug-in in their computer, according to the article, that led to them calling this downturn the time of shedding and cold rocks instead of the actual name for this economic <laughs> downturn. Hmm. You guys all know this one. Uh, Ryan, leaving no I... stone unturned? No. Is this like a... So is this an economic time period like an economic situation yes okay is this the dot-com burst no 
this is this is actually the Great Recession, two thousand eight. Oh, okay. But apparently this journalist or somebody work writing the article had a satirical plug-in for replacement of things. And instead of writing the Great Recession in quotes, they wrote the time of shedding and cold rocks. <laughs> it was like really some kind of plug-in. like satirical plug-in having to deal with snakes. I don't recall what exactly That's it was. so weird. Huh. But things you got wrong. Yeah, that guy... <laughs> So uh, if you guys ever do have a chance of um, looking up the New York Times corrections, A+. (laughs) They're very interesting and hilarious. And last but not least, you guys thought you could get away without an obscure French history question. (laughs) I'm here tonight and I'm in charge. (laughs) So this French philosopher claimed... And most of society has since accepted the claim that Marie Antoinette stated, let them eat cake in response to her people begging for bread. There is no evidence to support this claim. Who is that philosopher? French philosophers for 400, Alex. (laughs) Ryan. Okay, Ryan, go ahead. I don't even know if he's French. Uh, Voltaire? He is French. He is much later. Actually, I think, uh, no, he's earlier, but he didn't say this in any case. Okay. So the question was, this French philosopher claimed, and it has later been accepted by most of the society without question, that Marie Antoinette stated, let them eat cake in response to her people begging for bread. But there is no evidence to support um, this philosopher's claim. Who is that philosopher? Dude, I don't even know philosophers. Apparently. <laughs> I think one of them had a stone. I have no idea what you're referring to, Ryan. <laughs> philosopher's stone? Oh. Oh, um, I get it. Oh. It transcends Harry Potter, dude. This is Jean-Jacques Rousseau. I believe okay, he I said, I think, Rousseau. therefore I am. I don't recall. He might not have been the person that said that. No, this, that, that was not Rousseau. Correction. This is why you don't say things if you're not sure. You're <laughs> the da- problem. You are on I the next version of, the of this test. I am part of the problem. <laughs> so, Ryan, what are our scores? Are you ready for this? No. <laughs> we have uh, myself with two, Rachel with four, and... Close as you can get, literally, because it's 10 to 10, Ty. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's do Christmas this. miracle. Oh, my God. <laughs> not again. Not again. We're not doing that. All right. Uh, so we are going to have a tiebreaker round. And uh, it's Christmas. Christmas movies uh, make me think of a lot of things, but Christmas scenes in other movies make me think of Harry Potter. <laughs> so, in the seven book Harry, in the seven book Harry Potter series, there are twenty characters that are name checked more than five hundred times. Their Ooh. names are in the book. Alternating between the two of you, go one by one, naming somebody on this list. If you miss a name or you repeat a name, you are out. This is specifically the top 20. And I will say there are names that are for, or sorry, top 20 
that have been name checked more than 500 times. There are people just below that at 493, 486, 469, oh 467. So be careful. Okay. Uh, how? Let's see. Uh, bold choice. <laughs> that would be number one <laughs> at almost 19,000 name checks over Jesus. seven books. Wow. That's even more than I thought it would be. Yeah. Stu. Ron Weasley. Ron Weasley. Number two. Number three. Dumbledore. Number four. Number five. (laughs) Snape. Number six. (laughs) Number nine. Sirius Black. Number eight. Where's number seven? Where's number seven? (laughs) I just want to cue the Harry Potter song at this moment. Need an answer. (laughs) (laughs) i want that to be an answer for a test i'm really (laughs) trying (laughs) i'm really trying oh is there something there you got 10 seconds hedwig uh is it on the list hedwig is number 47 on the list only 204 mentions uh, Stu, can you name one more just to emphatically da- take it home? Uh, Dobby. Uh, Dobby the Elf would actually be 23. <laughs> I was wondering if he was just under. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, Neville, just under. Neville Longbottom. <laughs> you, could you really come up with one more after that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Duh. All right. Neville is on the list. Uh, I know it was. <laughs> Stuart, I feel like Stuart. Voldemort won, was but- number seven. Voldemort was number seven, quite ironically. Man. I feel like I want Mark to try to guess one more, but. <laughs> Just to know. Neville was 13. Nice. All right. Thanks. Congratulations, <laughs> Stu. That's it. The month of December <laughs> is Stu's month. Is my month of trivia. Yeah, that's if it. I lost that, my wife would have killed me. Uh, we have uh, just run through the, tw- the top 20 real quick. Harry, Ron, Hermione, Albus, Hagrid, Severus Snape, Voldemort, Sirius Black, Draco Malfoy, Fred Weasley, Remus Lupin, George Weasley. I don't know how the two of them were off in the numbers. One yeah, It's dies. because one dies. <laughs> Neville. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> Neville, uh, Arthur Weasley, Ginny Weasley, Minerva McGonagall, uh, Molly Weasley, Doris Umbridge, Alistair, Mad-Eye Moody, and Vernon Dursley. And then 21, Cornelius Fudge, Peter Pettigrew, number 22, and Dobby, going Jordan on it, number 23. Nice. Nice job, Stu. Thank you. Nice job. Congratulations, <laughs> Stu, on the win. That's amazing. On the win. Nice job on hosting. (laughs) Yeah, congrats, Rachel. Nice job. Thanks, guys. So, you know, as you guys probably know, longtime listeners and all that stuff, something we like to do each episode is for a couple of us to give a movie game experience or something cool that we recommend that you can check out um, to try um, or if you want to have something to recommend to us to try out. You know, we're always looking for new hobbies, new podcasts, new movies, all that jazz. So uh, today, both Ryan and Stu have uh, what we call picks. Ryan, what is your pick? 
Well, this thing that I call a pick um, <laughs> will be a little different than anything we've probably given before. Uh, it is an app, uh, but it is a music app, and I like it for a very specific reason. Uh, this is Audio Kit is the brand, and this is the Synth One app. It's on iOS, uh, both iPad and Android. And it is the only one that I'm aware of that is an audio synthesizer that is free and open source. Uh, it is a completely open source app that was built from a huge collection of artists, studio producers, people who have worked on everything from like Kanye to Rihanna to other stuff, all sorts of synth people. And um, I like to try to play music a lot. I, I definitely like instruments, keyboards and guitars and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if you've ever tried to play like a retro keyboard, like the cool synths that people really get into. They're really insanely hard because you have a ton of buttons and like the physical thing. And if you don't actually know how to use them, it all just sounds like trash. Like the people yeah. who know these settings spend so much time on them. So you either have that or you have like, you know, a Casio keyboard or an app from here with from like a like a software synth or a soft synth, so, you know, like GarageBand or something on the iPad or whatever that you can connect the keyboard up to. And, like, all the presets just kind of sound hokey. They sound really thin. Like, they, they never sound that great. And why I completely fell in love with this app, and I use it a lot, is just because every preset sounds awesome. Like, the presets are made by people who have experience doing this, who are in the studio, do a lot of stuff like that. So you can run through pretty much any any preset and if you just want to do presets like you can obviously tweak you can save your own um it has arpeggiators it has sequencers it has all sorts of stuff um it's really stylish like it looks great and no other app have i ever used that you can just kind of pick and choose like anything you want and it's already preset to sound really good off the bat um so you have such a good baseline to start with even if you never play instruments um you have mono stuff so like a lot of uh, keyboards are just one key at a time. So you have these mono runs. But like I said, there's arpeggiators and you can just go in and you can set them however you want. Like the faders, just make it really easy in a way that I haven't seen a lot of other people use. Um, and like I said, it's so awesome. It's a completely free app. No ads, no anything, no in-app purchases, no nothing. It's just an open source free app. It looks good. It sounds awesome. Uh, it's really fun to use. I think it's the one app that you could literally just give to anybody and they can make something cool come out of it. Um, so I think if you have any iOS device, you should just pick it up and play around with it, like screw around with it. You'll you'll have something that sounds good, uh, whether you really have much musical knowledge or not. So uh, that's that's my pick. Uh, you can if you have an iPad or iPhone, you can plug it into any sort of MIDI keyboard. So you can use a physical keyboard if you want. There's a keyboard on the screen. Um, check out their website. Um, just kind of get your hands on it. It's really fun. Like a lot of these apps I'll sort of play around with for a little bit. And then it's just like the sounds just like aren't super there. Like they're just not, they just sound like they're coming out of an iPad or something like that. Like these ones sound really cool. They're really fun to use. Um, so I play around with it a lot. Uh, and I would totally recommend anyone else check it out. It is the audio kit is the name is the brand or is the um, the open source project. They have a couple other things on their website as well. But this is the app It is the synth one. And uh, it's on both iPad and iOS. Like I said, it is completely free. So definitely worth nice. checking out. 
I think there's an artist called Ronald Jenkins that has a song called Synth One as a tribute to that oh, cool. app specifically. I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, that I I haven't used this, but I know about this, and I can attest to how amazing it is. Um, yeah, so Ryan's definitely right. If you have any musical interest, like check this thing out because it's awesome. Yeah, totally. Well, that sounds amazing, Ryan. Um, definitely, we'll post that on our website. Um, feel free to reach out with us for questions and all that. Um, for those of you that may not know, Ryan is extremely knowledgeable about music, and it sounds like Mark and Stu are as well. So we'd love to talk with you guys about that, engage with you guys even more. Um, totally. Stu, 100%. what is your pick? Um, my pick is actually an anime. And if anybody watches anime, I'm sure they've probably seen this at this point. Um, but it is My Hero Academia. Um, I've actually watched the entirety of it twice now. Um, and I got the first time I watched it was after my daughter was born and I was just kind of staying up, taking care of her. And then uh, the second time I watched it was actually recently with my wife in preparation for season four. Um, we went through the entire season in like two weeks. It was amazing. <laughs> So That's it cool. is a show that essentially um, is based on the premise that like superpowers are a regular thing now. Um, and a lot of people are born with them and essentially like what society and the world would look like if there were superpowered people all the time, um, both villains and heroes. And so it's about this kid going to essentially a superhero academy and uh, which is why it's called my academia or my, uh, my hero academia. And so, yeah, it's about the story of this kid and becoming the world's greatest superhero. And it's amazing. Ooh, how many that seasons is it? That sounds awesome. Uh, it's on season four now. Um, season one is short. It's 13 episodes. And then seasons two and three, actually, I think it's like, you know, it's like 50 episodes between the two of them or so. It's, it will, you have to give it a couple episodes as always with anime. Sure. Yeah. But, oh my God, by the end of season one, you're like super sucked into it. And then uh, it's you don't want to stop at all. It, the pacing of the show is really good. There's not a lot of filler show episodes at all. Um, there's a couple, but like not by much. They do recap a lot, but the rest of the show is amazing action art style. Um, it's pretty stylized. It's and both the sub and dub are great. I personally uh, watch the dub because I like to watch the show and not read the subtitles but that's just me um both are amazing and i'm told the manga is even better which i haven't dove into yet but nice. if you're curious if you want a good anime that will literally at moments have you cheering and jumping off the couch of like hell yeah that happened uh <laughs> you definitely need to watch my hero academia have you watched it rage um i've watched parts of it i'm currently on a massive rewatch of bleach nice and uh after i finished another rewatch of um of full metal so <laughs> can i have, so i have a question because like i i think i've said before that i probably want to like anime more than i have like but i love what i feel like most people probably think is kind of basic and dumb as in like i really love avatar and Korra, and like oh my God, I, I, love I liked the first half of death note but I don't know that much else about anime. Is it so a, I want to know, is it sort of like X-Men and B, is it super like the one thing I don't like about anime is like the super like childish, huge eyes, like kawaii craziness. 
Or is it more um, adult or is it more like, I, I'm, I'm really curious. It's more cartoonish. Okay. Um, like it's, you, sh- you should look at it just like Google My Hero Academia and you'll see sure. the art style for it and take a look at it. It, it has, um, like there's, there obviously like there's always anime tropes that get played into it and stuff. Like there's like a dude that's a total creep and everything, but it's in a sense kind of X-Men like there's moments that are very serious okay. and very intense. And there's also moments that are super not serious. Um, you know, it's a, it's a modern day anime. So like it doesn't take itself too seriously, but it knows how to definitely invoke a lot of powerful emotions in you. Neat. How are you watching yeah. it? Uh, I watch it on, so I actually watch it on um, the Funimation Now app, which I is have on. That. Yes, it is the greatest, like, because it used to be VRV was like yeah. where you got Funimation stuff. And then Funimation said, F you guys, I'm going to go make my own app. And they did, and it's way cheaper and better. So anything that's Funimation, which is a lot of, a lot of anime, is on yeah. that app, which is also on Fire Sticks and Smart TVs now. And that's yeah. how I watch it. Nice. It's also on Hulu if you want it, but it has a ton of ads. Yeah, I'm just looking at it now. I see it on Hulu, maybe Netflix? Um, I don't know about Netflix. Looks like there might be a dub on Netflix. At least it's in the search results. And then, yeah, Funimation and Crunchyroll. Yeah. I'm really Funimation curious Funimation is the better of those. Funimation is the better one. Yeah, right? I would imagine so, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so definitely, if you're curious, go check it out. Like I said, give it a couple of episodes, and you'll be pleasantly surprised. I mean, it it picks up after about three, on uh, three to five, and then by eight, you're like, I don't want to stop watching this whatsoever. Interesting. They do yeah. do a good job going over all the characters of the class um, and what their powers are and kind of spending time with them. You get pretty attached to them. What, what's an example of a power or a couple powers? Um, like? Right, so like there's one of the one of the main rivals of the main character of the show. He sweats nitroglycerin, um, and then he can actually ignite it from his palms, and so he kind of has this like fireball explosive quirk, uh, and which makes him super powerful. You know, otherwise there's you know it could be something as simple as like spitting acid, but some of these powers give characters and people mutations, so they look weird. Um, you know, some of them are really strange and some of them are totally normal people. Uh, it just depends on what your power is. Like there's one of this woman who just grows into, like, she's called Mount Lady. She just grows into the size of a mountain essentially and can (laughs) just, you know, like use that to the best of her abilities. Or it could be like controlling fire or shooting ice out of you, stuff like that. Nice. Well, I want to check it out. Christmas is is the time to have extra time to check out random shows like that. That's exactly why I said you should probably watch it over <laughs> Christmas break because it's a yep. really good show. So yeah, that's, uh, that's it. Just go watch My Hero Academia. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for sharing your picks, guys. And we are always so excited to share these with everyone. Um, if you guys have a pick of your own that you think the listeners would enjoy or you think we would enjoy, or even if you have something like a to- uh, trivia topic idea you would like us to try out, um, you can email us at thingsigotwrong at gmail.com, or you can contact us on our Instagram at um, thingsigotwrong. Yeah. Also, a side note push, everyone should follow us on Instagram. There, I'm active there. I'm usually the one posting. You can find me there. You can chat with me there. Um, or you can chat with, with any of us there. Uh, 
like us, share us, share us with your friends, share us with your family. Your support means everything to us. Your support is what allows us to grow. Seriously, we we get so excited when other people are chiming in. Like, so we've had people from multiple people from like Britain just messaging us and just saying that they like the show and people just messaging in and saying like, hey, this is just like a really easy, like I love the trivia. I love that it's easy to listen to. We love listening to it together. And that may, I know makes all of us so happy. It makes me particularly happy. Um, it's so awesome. We, we really do try our best to, uh, you know, do things that we can for the fans and, uh, you know, have that conversation whenever we can. And on that note, everyone, a very happy new year. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.